I'm Rob. Allison's not here today, but we are Christ haunted. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, who in the Paschal Mystery established the new covenant of reconciliation, grant that all who are reborn into the fellowship of Christ's body may show forth in their lives what they profess by their faith. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Hey y'all, I know it's been a while since we've put out any content. Allison and I are both up to our eyeballs busy, so thanks for being patient and thanks for also pushing us, some of you, to uh, get back to work. What follows today is a reflection on Ezekiel chapter 36 verses 24 through 28, uh, also known as a new heart and a new spirit. And I was invited to give this reflection for a Lenten preaching series uh, with some of the local ministry partners I have in campus ministry. And Allison and I liked it well enough that we thought we'd share it. Uh, Keep your eye out. Next week, Allison will be putting out a reflection for Good Friday. And as always, we're grateful that you continue to listen to Christ Haunted. Without further ado, here is my reflection on a new heart and a new spirit. A reading from the prophet Ezekiel. I will take you from the nations and will gather you from the countries and bring you back into your own land. I will sprinkle clean water upon you and you shall be clean from all your uncleannesses and from all your idols. I will cleanse you. A new heart I will give you and a new spirit I will put within you and I will remove from your body the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. I will put my spirit within you and make you follow my statutes and be careful to observe my ordinances. Then you shall live in the land that I gave to your ancestors, and you shall be my people, and I will be your God. The word of the Lord. Ezekiel, kind of a weird place to start in the middle of a week. That's all right. I didn't know where to start actually with this, but I was, I've got a friend who is the most evangelistic Jew I know. He's the best guy in the world. He invites me to everything at the synagogue. He invites me to Talmud study, to Rosh Hashanah. He invites me to everything because his whole thing is learn. Learn, 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 learn. I know we already had learn, but you'll see the connection in a minute. And one of the things I've learned is that in traditional uh, uh, Jewish practice, the goal was to say a hundred blessings every day. That's a lot of blessings. I don't know the last time I did a hundred of much of anything in a day. Maybe maybe I've typed a hundred emails recently. (laughs) God, I could do with a few fewer of those, but that's all right. But that got me thinking. That got me thinking. And then, of course, uh, Mark passed around the readings that we would have, and I, I went... There's something there, but I couldn't quite, couldn't quite think of what it was. Then it struck me. 
There's a blessing for everything. And it's not the kind of blessing that the lovely pastors in the room do for us, you know, uh, in the name of the Father and Son and Holy Spirit. These are blessings when things happen. When you get good news, you say a blessing. When you get bad news, you say a blessing. When you wash your hands in the morning, you say a blessing. When you go to the bathroom, you say a blessing. There's a blessing for everything. And when I was reading this lesson, when I was meditating on it, I thought to myself, oh my goodness. The blessings. Oh, sweetie, it's okay, I swear. I know I'm a bad preacher, but it's okay. This world gives us hearts of stone sometimes. How many of y'all, when you, when you turn on NPR or you read the paper in the morning or you get online and read your news, does it drag you down? One side or the other got a victory last night. Woohoo. Who cares? Some new celebrities getting married, some old celebrities getting a divorce. Woohoo. There's a line out of the Psalms that says, their hearts are gross and fat. Maybe, maybe a better translation from the Hebrew is, they're thickened and calloused. Maybe calcified. Hardened. What's that? Oh, no, sorry. This is an interactive experience. Feel free. Shout out. Maybe, maybe, maybe even calcified. Maybe turned to stone. But what does God promise through the prophet? Ezekiel says, God says, I will take that heart of stone out of your flesh and I will, out of your chest and I will give you a heart of flesh. And there it was. What is a blessing? What does a blessing of thanksgiving do for us? It starts to chip away at that heart of stone. It starts to chip away at those pieces that have become so ossified over life in this world sometimes that they need to be broken open. What does a heart of flesh do? A heart of flesh beats. It's passionate. It's excited about things. It's heartbroken. It bleeds for people. And God calls us, maybe not in the same way as our Jewish brothers and sisters, but God calls us in this passage. Break open that heart. A broken heart is the only one that can feel. A broken heart is the only one that can bleed. And what does God say in another prophet? I will bind up your broken heart. God calls us during this holy season of Lent to journey, to walk. And I used to, I used to really love the image of walking out of Egypt to the Red Sea. But that's not where our hearts were hardened, were they? There's two crossings of, of water for the ancient Hebrews when they were coming out of Egypt. The first was out of the Red Sea, and the second was when they crossed into the Promised Land. But it took time. They looked around when they were walking out of Egypt, and they said, we could have been back in Egypt, eating our meals, driving our Mercedes, having all the things we wanted. Sure, we were slaves, but man, wasn't that nice. Didn't have to worry about a thing. And Moses says, no, no, no. And God says, oh, no, 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 no. In fact, Moses has to talk God off the ledge, right? That's where we find ourselves this Lent. 
We're not waiting to cross the Red Sea. We're waiting to cross into the promised land, the promised land of the new life given in Jesus Christ. We're waiting to cross into that promised land because our hearts have been hardened on this journey, and that's okay. It happens. But when we bless, when we say thank you to God for the situations of this life, when we, when we look around and we sanctify our space and sanctify the world we live in, it starts to chip away at that, at that heart of stone. And so as we draw closer to our, the end of our, our, our Lenten pilgrimage, as we draw closer to our, our Easter Sunday, what, what space is still hardened for you? What, what place in your heart needs to be broken? What needs the blessing? Who in your life needs a blessing? The person you love, maybe the person you don't love as much. Where's that place? Where's that place that you can sanctify, that you can bless, that will open your heart and make you ready to walk into that promised land in just two weeks' time? Thank you so much for listening to my reflection. I hope it has been meaningful for you. Christ Haunted is produced and edited by us, Allison and Rob. Questions, comments, prayers, and so on can be emailed to us at podcast at christ-haunted.com. Again, podcast at christ-haunted.com. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, sometimes, at Be Christ Haunted. Our music is John Stockton Slow Drag by Chris Zabriskie. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob with That Allison Today, and we're Christ Haunted.